So the title of this is Adult Performer Arrested in Psychedelic Toad Death Case. Essentially, from what I've gathered and what I've read through the two articles, is that like this uh, adult porn performer who identified as straight but then kind of like got some notoriety for like doing gay porn like you know Mm -hmm. it's more money in gay porn i guess uh you know he was acting as a shaman in these rituals where you sniff these vapors that come off these toads uh and you have like an intense psychedelic trip i it the the chemical that they named was like 5 ameo dmt or something yeah, like that yeah. right i forget yeah. which I've one heard it... that they yeah, have that on the frogs yeah and so this dude apparently was acting as shamans for people like leading them through these like uh rituals and this one dude huffed too hard or did something wrong and fucking died and Shit. but the dude got blamed for it the, with the dude who was leading the shaman thing yeah yeah but I'm just like, well, yeah. I mean, he should probably should get blamed for it, right? What? No, he's supposed to Fuck be chaperoning that. these people. Doesn't matter. And- You're doing drugs. Like you assume, you assume your own risk, right? Like the person that gives you, like, if somebody's like force feeding you drugs, that's one thing. Yeah. But like, if there's if it's consensual and there's no coercion in it, well, and they haven't like laced your I, drugs I with would, anything, you okay? Yes. But I would maybe interview the other patrons and say, like, how clear were the instructions? Um, did he make sure to give you the proper kind of like, you know, how, how much was that guy going rogue against what he'd been told? You know, because yeah, it can be kind of reckless endangerment of people. If I, you, I get that. But I'm just saying, I don't want, I don't think you can like go and look and find like, hey, hey can we get a list of all your other patrons that you've given these drugs to hmm. to interview and like do quality control might, for, right? Some people might volunteer if they want to clear up the truth around this it just to me smacked of like bias against like sex workers and shit right like uh-huh. like i think if this had just been like you know two people were doing drugs and one person died in the process i don't think it would have been as big of a deal as if like hmm. this like sex worker had done it and like someone sought him out and paid him to do this i think like there's an air of that that's wrong it's kind of like how like you know if like uh, dominatrix accident, which doesn't right. happen a lot. If a dominatrix accidentally kills somebody during sex, they're often blamed. But if like a regular, but if like a regular person accidentally kills somebody during sex right. while choking them, they're rarely charged, right? Well, I don't know if it was a boyfriend or something. They probably oftentimes, get oftentimes it's not. Oftentimes people are let go because it's seen as just like, well, accident. you know, they were they knew what they were doing. Yeah, an accident like during sex, consensual sex, right? Yeah. But when sex workers do things like that, when things like happen, then there's charges brought. And like, yeah. That's what well, this sounds like. Because this isn't a new type of story. You know, people have like died from like accidental drug overdoses all the time, right? But yeah. you don't see those people charged. But that's like when you go to a, any kind of place of business, they take on some liability for your health by selling you a product. So if Juiceland has yeah. kind of tainted stuff. Yeah, but stuff, this isn't can... an official place of business thing, right? This is just like between us, I know where to get these yeah. fucking toads where you can sniff and have an experience. Yeah, and it's kind of I'm a gray area a... between any kind of. And, and like quote acting as a shaman work. that's such that's some like fucking appropriative white people bullshit right, right. you know unless they really like, trained with a shaman I mean because sometimes weak people do do that kind of thing which is still some but white I, people bullshit and that like I highly doubt this dude was like yeah I'm acting as a shaman I think he was probably like probably no like, I was like I'm his friend and I'm like yeah. trip sitting him yeah that, that, that I'm well, pretty sure that's, that's what they going. mean by shaman well, right. okay, if that's all that's going on, is that yeah? Then that just sounds like where's the sex work part come in? I didn't even. He's a porn star. He's a gay porn but star. But that's not what other... this thing is about, right? No, but I'm saying like I just think because, because of like his life and his like oh. you know profile, his public profile, that like 
a, a higher degree of interest was taken in this case than not. Mm-hmm. I also yeah. wonder, like, you know, like, do you think that it was just like normal ass sniff the toad, have your trip, where it's like, I need a shaman who can dip me down real good in the middle of this, right? Like, oh man, I wonder at what you gotta point go to he the died gang, if they you gotta go to the gang porn star shaman. Yeah, he'll fuck you while you. <laughs> He'll fuck a new life into you. Yeah, it's because it's wild. I remember we were thinking about that after we did DMT, where it was like, what would it be like if you were having sex on this drug? Like, could you even comprehend it? Could you even comprehend? Yeah. So, like, if if you just told, you know, a partner, uh, hey, whenever I'm like in the trance, just start fucking me. Just don't worry about whatever I'm doing. (laughs) Just start. Because you wouldn't, right? You wouldn't be able to give any consent at that point, you know, or whatever. You would just be in this weird trance, I think. I mean, who knows what you would. But what I assume that would break through because I remember still having a little bit of back pain <laughs> through that DMD <laughs> trip. So I feel like you could definitely feel getting fucked and that would be wild. Yeah. This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous vagina person. And we're the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to get in contact with us or follow us, you can find us on Instagram at genderfluidspodcast. On Twitter, we're at genderfluidspod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Patreon under genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. Do You, you said you had some shit? <laughs> I just have this silly thing. Because, um, you know, I've been getting on Reddit. Um... Really, I, th- I saved it on Reddit so I could pull it back up, but I never pulled up a saved Some, thing. Sometimes I before. feel like we sound, even though like we're not old, I feel like we sound old. It's like, so you know, I've been getting on Reddit. I know. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're pretty old spirited. Um, <laughs> and just sort of, oh, I think I can find it in my mail because some comment. Oh, except I can't. Oh, okay, good. It, okay, so this was in slash androgynous. androgynous you can just say R whatever. R? Mm-hmm. Okay. R Androgynous Hotties, mm-hmm. um, which is a fun group, you know. Um, some people's uh, definition of hot in mind certainly differ, but um, there are a lot of androgynous hotties for real on there. And this one woman, though, okay, just look at this picture. So she posts that posts this picture where she's like wearing lace stockings and a red whatever long curly hair is falling down. You can't see her face, but you just see this body. And she's like, "I don't know if I look hot enough for this group." <laughs> and so there were a, you that's know, in our fem boys though. That's not in our androgyny. Oh, that's because I took a screenshot. This is something that in my research after. Um, so she posted also in androgynous hotties, um, and and so like a few people have been like, "You're so hot! Oh my god, you're so hot!" And I was like, "Well, you're obviously hot, but I'm not sure if this is really androgynous." You know, so I just was like, "Yo." Um, you're clearly here for attention, but where's the androgyny? And then, then like some people got in under me and were like, cause she was like, Oh, I can't just 
oh, I'm just not accepted here. And he's like, I also wasn't accepted. And people are like, no, here's why. Like, it's just not androgyny, whatever. And then... Because, like, let me describe to the people what you're yeah. looking at. It's like, it's somebody who clearly, or at least in my read of things, born a penis person yeah. and is engaging in some sort of, like, uh, cross-dressing mm-hmm. or sissy play or femboy type stuff, yeah. right? Like, but doing it really well, right? It's, the, it's, it's like... It's like yeah, it a well, really nice. It's a well put together like fin boy kind of outfit, the right? Shadows are nice in the in the photo. <laughs> it's like really nicely done. Yeah, it's very it's, sexy. But it's distinctly fem, right? And not even like fem androgyny because like the, no. the, the thing is like you can't see their face. Yeah, which oftentimes is like what really what helps play it. into androgyny yeah. is like having it, it, it presenting so intensely right. feminine takes away that kind of centered. Right. Right. aspect of it right exactly so maybe they just see themselves that way because they know the face that's under there but for the rest of us i was like no this just isn't androgyny and then yeah and then he's like she's basically like well excuse me you know and or he or i don't know what their pronouns are um and then yeah so the people came in behind me and were like yeah dude like this clearly isn't androgyny like this is a group for a certain thing and then and then she was like Oh yeah, well they didn't accept. I, well, I tried to post in femboys, and uh, I wasn't um, femme enough for them. And now I try to post here, and I guess I'm not androgynous enough for you. I mean, I think that's <laughs> very clearly good for fem. I mean, here's the thing: it might be too good for femboys, right? Yeah. I mean, really, it's more of like an R crossdressers type thing. Yeah. Like it's a very. I mean, even if you are doing femboy stuff, it's just like that particular picture. Just with the angle, it it just looks like really sexy crossdresser yeah, right she's a sexy cross it do, but it doesn't have that like that femboy aesthetic right exactly Holy. so it's like yeah we're, dude we're just trying to help you find your community okay it's not us so keep a keep a looking i mean that's one thing you know for as many problems as reddit has like every site has like it is it does do a great job of self-policing a lot yeah. of times well, so then I went and looked up there. I went looked up the our femboys. Yeah. And and I found their picture and there's only a few comments and it was just like beautiful. Oh, stop it, you love the stockings. I was like, No no one you know that you didn't get in trouble at Femboys. You just didn't get any attention. You just didn't get any attention. You yeah, just didn't you, get a lot and so of you decided, and so you're like, they didn't enough. accept me. Yeah, it's like, yeah, because you didn't get enough up. Uh, yeah, please. Maybe or maybe the one post you made where someone did, you probably, maybe they deleted it. But like, chances are you just didn't get a lot of traction. So yeah. like people. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's like, dude, yeah, you're a crossdresser. Yeah, I think this is a guy. It does read as a, as like someone who lives as a dude in their life, but then maybe dresses up. Is into some sort of feminization like or well, crossdressing. Yeah. Yeah. He just wants to be sexy, wants to get attention. Great. You're a crossdresser. So go find that. Are it's a huge one. I have a lot, yeah, it's I have huge. Friends that are How'd on you not it. Get there first. That's know? also like a giant, like very open armed community, right? Like more so than trans community, because like the trans community, you know, there are a lot of gatekeepers, a lot of people like you know trying to tell the other orthodoxy. people what to think. Yeah, mm-hmm. the cross dressing community is pretty fucking open of, arms. It's just like orthodox a lot. Of, no, yeah, it's just like yeah. are you like great? Love yourself. Come on in. I mean, mm-hmm. at least in my experience and encounters with yeah. it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, hopefully they find their people yeah, or find a place where people give them the upvotes they want or whatever. I had a realization this week. Um, not a, not a, I, that's not true. I, 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 but I, I had a realization about how deep a thing goes for me this week. I have an extremely hard time coming if I can't straighten my legs. 
Oh, uh-huh. that's it. yeah, that makes sense. But that's not the way it is for everybody. Oh. But it's like, I mean, I need to like have my legs straight. straight and like point my toes. Like, I mean, if I'm like fucking, like if like someone's riding me, like that's one thing. So my legs are already straight yeah. or, you know, but like if I'm just like masturbating, like I've, fa- you're, I, I've, you're lifting your feet. Yeah. I lift my feet up and point my toes. But like, I also like have, once I realized that I tried to stop myself from doing that to try mm. and like let my body relax more, mm. you know? Um, and like, it's super hard for me to come when I try and just like let my legs just like be relaxed and just like, yeah, you've um, got a pretty ingrained habit. So it would have, you'd have to do a lot of work to get out of that. I know, but it, I, it's kind of fucked me up. Cause it like, there's times where like, I've remembered, you know, doing like some mutual masturbation shit with like partners and like in different situations where people are like going down on me. And I'm like, I need, it's it's hard to explain. It's like, I need you to like just leave my legs alone so I can like kick them out. Yeah, tense them and be perfectly, they need to be perfectly straight, but don't put any fucking pressure on them because you're going to break my goddamn knees. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Um, I think, you know, when I'm coming with grinding, like, and I'm on my side or whatever, uh, I think that there, I know there's a lot of leg straightening. I think usually it's like whatever leg is closest to the bed is doing a lot more straight, um, straightening. And, and to the extent where like sometimes the next day I'll have like cramps in my calf <laughs> muscle because yeah, I also have to like straighten and tense. I think that's probably somewhat common, um, for everybody. Well, I heard some kind of, yeah. I heard like the old wives tale or I don't know, wives tale, prepubescent boy tale, whatever, like mm-hmm. uh, that, like, you know, people either straighten or curl their toes when they come. Okay. But if you make somebody do the opposite while they're coming, it <laughs> stops them from having an orgasm is what I've heard. I don't even know if that's true. I don't know. Yeah. But it's like, it seems someone, like an excuse someone made once when the girl didn't come and he's like, oh, it must have been because <laughs> I curled your toes the wrong way. Everybody right. knows that like they <laughs> yeah. accidentally curled their toes the wrong way way yeah but i think it kind of there's an air of truth to it at least like with me because it's like you know i i like i i straighten my leg out right mm-hmm. and when i try and think even think about curling my toes it just like kills the orgasm mm-hmm. beyond just something like mentally distracting me right because it's like uh-huh. i can be coming and have an intrusive like you said you gotta indulge intrusive uh-huh. thoughts at orgasms like i can have wild ass thoughts and still come through them but it's like yeah focusing on changing any physiological aspect of my body right, during orgasm. Real intention. Yeah. yeah, it's wild. Yeah, I'm going to try to think about that because I'm not really sure what's happening with my toes. I would assume I'm probably um, flexing them, but I'm going to see if I am and then uh, try to curl them instead while I come. Just try to do it on purpose and see if you can, you know, just to mix it up. You do it and your soul splits in half, I guess. That's what it feels like when I try to imagine it. It's just like an uncomfortable feeling in my chest. <laughs> just from your toes curling? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm weird with my feet anyways. You know, I, not only am I not a feet, foot person, um, I, I've never like been into feet. I don't like people touching my feet. I had like, I've had a lot of bad foot experiences growing up, just growing up, not wearing shoes and living in the country. I've had like several different things stab into my foot from sure. like giant needles to pieces of glass to nails to you know, just, mm-hmm. just shit and so it's like because of that i don't like my feet being touched at all really yeah um you might heal your relationship with your feet eventually though 
I mean, maybe. As you get older, I'm you stop even, caring about a lot of shit. I, don't know. I, I hope. Because, like, I've always wanted to get a foot. They look so nice. Foot massages look so nice. You just have to get the right kind of person, someone who's going to be responsive to your, your needs. But and it, it's it's more of, like, as soon as somebody touches the bottom of my foot, it's kind of, it is a real phobia type thing. Of yeah. Like, it makes my heart split in half and hurt. Mm-hmm. And, like, my, my I, I feel this intense scream that starts from the top Can you of get a pedicure? my neck. I can do people painting my toes. Toes are what fine. What about like the full pedicure situation where they're going to like kind of rub them down a little bit, massage a little bit? Do you know, have you ever gone to no. the... No, know? but it's just like, you know, I... I just I think like, that would be the first step though. I think you should get a foot massage. I mean, I a foot, I a, foot I, a pedicure. I might try, but like I... I'm so afraid of crying in public. Just go <laughs> that, with like, someone who you can trust to see you cry in public. Yeah, but it's more of just like I'll I don't in public I, with you. I don't want that embarrassed. No, because here's the thing: I'm. It's such a big deal built up in my head already that it's just like I just don't want people to touch my feet. I'll paint my own goddamn toes and like. I think you I, can I work them, through I, this. I don't want them to stone off the dead skin. I don't want them to like. Yeah, you should. You would love it. No, it makes me want to vomit thinking about. Well, okay, then you need to do some sl- smaller steps first. Then, but I've like, tried that with so many partners where it's just like where because a lot of people love just casually holding your like yeah, if, as I'm you're like feet yeah and and so i've really tried to like you know with people i'm in love with tried to like let them do that and it doesn't doesn't help like you know it it it, (laughs) it's one of those things what it's up there with tickling for me Mm. like where it's like you're an evil person yeah like if you touch my feet after i've said please don't touch my feet oh i know it's very frustrating if someone doesn't take you seriously well not just that but it's just like you know it's it's one of those things where it's like i i can't convey how much i don't want you to touch my goddamn feet and don't make me try to convey (laughs) just take my word for it don't (laughs) do it yeah yeah, I get it. But still, yeah, you're in love. You can't just get a little foot massage, a little casual foot. Your socks are on. I know. No. Because no here's the thing. Wool, it's people, thick wool socks. People always, it's the pressing in. People want to press okay, in. Okay, so and it's you like, just tell them, no, 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 not as not as hard in there. Maybe just kind of spirit But it's just that there. sensation of like the pushing in on the bottom of my foot reminds me of objects b- pushing in and penetrating my foot. You know, like yeah. I, I still have scar tissue on the bottom of my feet, on both feet. Yeah. From shit being you know like i've had like you know giant bodark thorns like go up in my foot and like mm-hmm. huge not not just like small pieces of glass but, like two three okay. inches pieces of glass like fucking gouge my foot okay. open and shit right and yeah. so it's like yeah i see what you're saying you have some trauma yeah your feet. Got, um my feet took a beating you need a foot therapist i really do like if i could like find something that I could genuinely mend my relationship with my feet yeah. I, i'd be down for that but like yeah. I don't think it's possible. I've just resided to never having my feet touched. Is I where think I'm you could at. go to conversion camp for your feet issues. Ugh. Um, you know, because there's I do so like many other times of massages. The the closest I've come is like I the balls on my feet. Yeah. I I don't mind people holding those or pressing on the balls of the feet. What about self massage? Are you? I can't. I think do you it. should start there. No, I think you should start there. That makes that makes me want to cry. Yeah, but cry. thinking about touching the bottom of my just, feet. Just you know, have like, a good cry. Do it. Heal. No, it doesn't. I, heal. It sounds like <laughs> someone hurt you as a child. It sounds like self traumatization. It's just no. Like, you have to sit there with yourself. You, you envision your your three year old self or whatever, and uh, whenever or this age where you first impaled your feet, and then you go and hug them oh. in your mind, and you go, um, 
hey, it's not your fault. <laughs> this isn't going to happen all the I'm time. I'm in a good bull hunting my feet. <laughs> yeah, basically. No, because this is just uh, like a therapy thing that, well, um, actually, a, uh, someone who was leading like a Zoom meditation thing kind of did this technique that I then I now heard this morning on my like therapy podcast I listened to, um, where, uh, which, what what is that podcast called? Other People's Problems with... I lost it. Um, but anyway, so she has one of those like perfect therapy voices, you know, like mommy therapist where it's just like, she has that like, it's like almost ASMR. Just like, yeah, I, I understand. I understand. Yeah. That makes me want to break something. It's so good. It's so good. I hate it. Oh, I just, I just soak it up. Oh, I it hurts a little bit. Like that. I'm like, no. fucking talk like a goddamn, like no, use no, no. your fucking inside voice, but mommy project, to whisper. Bitch, no, no, no. Like, I just want mommy to whisper. No. Oh my God. Different strokes for different folks. Okay. I just like, bliss out to her oh, to her talking to people but destroys me um shit what was i talking about the the touching the self therapy oh talking yeah to yeah, like yeah. so they she, so yeah they these people have this thing where yeah you're going and you're imagining yourself now like leading this like wherever you were at as a child when they were kind of like uh, exploring some trauma and then you go and comfort it and you tell it what you needed to hear at that time and you just hold the little kid and you heal and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like developing this fetish for, <laughs> I'm like kind of like comforting my younger self as a... Getting off on that? I mean, I don't even have to get off. Like I'm kind of sexually confused because there's this hot therapist, Hillary McBride, um, in my ear talking that way. Or, you know, how I like, you know, I like therapists with a therapist voice and then like she's using my adult body to comfort my younger self. There's just a lot of confusing, fun feelings. Um, yeah. Does that not make sense to you? It, it does, but it doesn't. Cause like, I don't do well with like dealing with my child self. Um, not, I don't know if that makes, it doesn't, there's no, it not can a lot definitely there. be an intense thing, but that's, it's like a fun, instead of just like imaginative, you know, sexual masturbation things, like to just spend time, like really like having this psychological fantasy, you know, of comforting your younger self and, and having like Bill and Ted moment of like, I mean, I wish I could do 69, my younger self. Yeah. Right. But like, I, I don't think I can have that Bill and Ted moment. I think like for me looking back on my younger self, it it there's just so much like dark <laughs> and so much bad that it's just like I'm like I don't even want to try and help you. Okay, well, that is not the right way to feel towards your younger self. <laughs> I, 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 you have some like, healing to do, but Oh yeah, for sure, you know, I definitely have some healing to do, but like I guess I'm just at that place in life where I'm like, yeah, I want to go comfort my younger self. Man. Try to heal nah. those memories a little. Mm -hmm. It just hurts too much. Oh, you got to go through the hurt. I don't want to. I already went through it once and I'm like, yeah, I still remember it. No, it's time to heal it now. <laughs> I don't even know what the it. fuck that means. Like, what the fuck does that even mean healing it? There's I no think healing? that sometimes when you shine a light on certain things in your heart and brain that you maybe kind of semi forgot about or whatever, but it's just stored as trauma in your mind body system. Then if you can kind of go back in and address that and comfort that you can maybe rewire your brain a little bit. I mean, you know, I've done 
gone through so much therapy over the years for trans shit and for growing up gay in a small town shit and like yeah but that's surface shit you gotta get to the deeper therapy I know but I mean, man I mean I've, I've gone some places in therapy before right but it's just like when I I don't get any joy from acknowledging my past anymore I used to I used to really not get joy from it, but I, it used to feel good to work through my past. Mm-hmm. It used to feel really good to do that. And I feel like I've kind of like, I've come to terms with like my upbringing and I've come to terms with like where I come from and what I experienced and I've put that into a context. And so for me to like revisit my young queer suffering self it doesn't seem to hold much benefit to me. Maybe there's something there I'm missing, but it's like, it's like, I feel like I've got a handle on it and like what happened, but like, what do I, what am I doing here? Just reliving these shitty things, right? Like, what am I really doing? What's, what productive end is there to this besides just like being sad. I remember like, Oh yeah. yeah, that shit fucking was terrible. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree. I feel the same way. I think you process your childhood at some point in your twenties and then you kind of just go, all right, cool. I think I'm good. But then what I'm saying is now I'm in a new phase of life where I'm like, you know, I was just kind of like, I'm good. But you could totally um, soften your heart and your mind body system around certain things that you're still kind of holding on to and you're allowing to um, rule your unconscious in a lot of ways. And so Mm. it's just like this deeper level of like truly going in, like why not go and, and kind of, Clean up your brain. Because I like having a dirty brain. Well, you leave some stuff in the corners, you know. <laughs> I'm not cleaning up. I'm not going back and, um, you know, whitewashing my brain or whatever. I'm not going back in and saying, well, we, we never think about getting raped by adults. We never think about, you know, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about going and giving comfort in your mind to, like, the child. I don't even know what that, what do you mean by giving comfort to the child in your mind? Like that doesn't make fucking sense to me. I'll send you a little meditation. (laughs) No, just explain it to me now. Cause like I want our listeners to know, but I'm also fucking curious. So like when you're saying like I'm giving comfort to the child in my mind, do I go back and imagine like getting like, you know, uh, fucked with in bathrooms and junior high do I go back to that point and I, I give my imaginary little kid self a hug? I'm like, don't worry, it's gonna be okay someday. Basically, yes. I mean, if you that's would, fucking stupid. If you would <laughs> open up your heart for a second, and yes, I get it. Like, it's not that funny, but it is true that if you go and you kind of like hypnotize yourself a little bit to get into the mind frame of your 12 year old self in those moments when you really meditate on trying to be there and and relive that moment, and then you envision yourself now coming to that child version of you sincerely and giving them a hug and talking to them about life for a second, you find sometimes that you start tearing up and having like a whole moment about it. And it feels like that has to be probably pretty good to just rewire. It is like this weird Bill and Ted thing of like, let me go back into the past and like give your past self what it needed so that you now have those memories as well in your brain to kind of build the foundation of who you are. I know it sounds pretty hokey pokey, but I enjoy it. If nothing else. Yeah. I I guess I've done that in different ways before. Right. Mm -hmm. So like I've done it a lot while tripping. Yeah. I've spent a lot of time with my past self. Right. Mm -hmm. 
but it's not so much a going in like giving myself a hug in that hokey pokey kind of way. It's more of just like a talking, not just a talking, but just like, uh, both selves are existing at the same time. Mm -hmm. And like, and like sharing knowledge yeah. of of like the li- the present lived reality, right? And it's kind of giving comfort to the past itself. Yeah. Oh, totally. I've always fantasized about this um, or fantasized, you know, just had imaginative scenarios like this. I remember walking along this track once. I think it was the first time I really did it where I kind of was giving myself that Bill and Ted moment. I was like, just you know, just imagining myself with my younger self and then ultimately with my older self and kind of having this three-way conversation about our lives together. Yeah. You know? A lot of times when I'm, I, I do think in context in terms of we. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's, a lot of us. Even like when I'm not tripping, right? Yeah. I think it, and so I think maybe what I'm getting caught up on is like, I don't see a past self to really go back to. Mm-hmm anymore i think i used to have that but i've slowly collapsed all of myself down maybe which is why i'm constantly talking about like oh here we are right even especially when i'm tripping it's like here we go again yeah right it's like all of the me's yeah our pronouns are we yeah Well, I've got a... Uh, do you have anything else? Uh, I think I'm okay. Okay. Well, I, so last week we talked about OnlyFans for a mm-hmm. while. And this week, I've got more OnlyFans stuff. Um, just because, you know, I... We we talked about our opinions and some of the other people's opinions last week. And I there was one person who I asked their opinions and it they got back to me like... Some of their stuff was in last week, but a bulk of their stuff came in afterwards. But I thought it was like key because it's stuff that we didn't talk about and it's stuff that I didn't know. Uh And so I just wanted to do like a brief like OnlyFans part two uh, on what they said. Just some like additional perspectives to the phenomenon. Hot. Thank you. Um, I'm just going to read their messages out. So they say, okay, so problems with OnlyFans. Well, they recently changed their terms of service so that they can sell your content to third parties without compensating you at all. You basically sign away your rights, and they're free to do Hmm. what they want with your content. I haven't heard any examples of this so far, but it is in their terms of service. Shit. Um, Also, they will stock models, social media accounts, Twitter and Instagram, and if they find out that the model is escorting or doing any sort of in-person work, they will shut down your account and keep your money. I've heard of this happening to a few girls. Hmm. Um, They had a huge data breach. Basically, someone got content from a bunch of models, and they uploaded their own website as a leak to give out to people for free. They probably had ads on the website to to make money off of it. Mm -hmm. OnlyFans that they were not hacked, that their security system is solid, and that no hackers got in. This person's theory is that the pirates bought subscriptions to a ton of models, then canceled those subscriptions and disputed the charges with their credit card company. Mm -hmm. They might even have been stolen credit cards, but who knows? Something similar happened to this person on many vids. And uh, the only, only the videos available on this person's membership package were stolen. Uh, 
so the problem isn't their security, right? They mm-hmm. could have had the best security on there, but as long as they're using a subscription model where consumers can get a ton of content for a low price, this type of thing's going to keep happening. So they continue. I'm also not a huge fan of the subscription model. If customers are only paying 10 to 20 bucks for each clip, they can make uh, way more than that. They can make way more that way than offering monthly memberships to access everything. I think they just give it away too cheap. And the young, skinny, white cis models can do a high volume business at five bucks a pop. But the market for trans women or other marginalized models is just smaller. So they can't really compete with those prices because there aren't that many customers. Well, yeah, you charge more, but supply and demand. Well, I guess there's a lot of supply. Yeah. Um, Also, I hate the way that they've made this huge competition where everyone is posting their top 5.2% of creators or whatever. They're purposely (laughs) playing models against each other, and it's really hurting everyone's self-esteem. Another thing I don't like about the business model is that you constantly have to keep feeding it. If you Mm -hmm. upload clips to other sites like Minivids, it will keep selling even if you take a couple of weeks off. It's residual income. With OnlyFans, you have to constantly be posting every day or you will lose a bunch of followers and have to start all over from scratch. It keeps you locked in locked in and a slave to their system. Maybe we should get on minivids instead. Yeah, I think that's a great viable alternative. Um but I but I just thought of several of the things that they brought up was like really Yeah, that's important accurate. to know, yeah. Where it's just like one about their terms of service, the the, the fact that they have the right to use your content in whatever way they see fit without compensating you is yeah. fucked up. Yeah, it is they haven't up. done it yet, but they do have it in their like Yeah. You know, because of course I'm sure they're like, we could sell this data. We could fucking use these girls for advertising. Who knows what the fuck we could do with it, right? Yeah. And then the the other Black thing, they, people. yeah, and the other thing they brought up, um, well, she brought up to she that she brought up. Um, I just always default to they even now, like for everybody, it's weird. I'm trying mm-hmm. to get better. Um, but another thing that she brought up, you know, is the thing that's worried me, which is like the fact that you can only have to go on and pay 10 bucks once and you get all of my shit. Yeah. And you can just like screen record it, save it and be mm-hmm. done and bounce. Yeah. Right. Like there's no like security Pro- protocol to no that. There's no way to stop that really. Yeah. yeah. Which is fucked. You know, it's also extremely fucked that like, you know, you you do become a slave to having to constantly post things, mm-hmm. right? And that, uh, you know, I this is one thing I did notice is that like I'm when I'm looking at like different OnlyFans just to see and compare prices to try and like judge what to charge for mine or whatnot. Mm-hmm. The fuck five dollars, seven dollars, you know, like fucking three dollars a month. It's it's absurd how little some of these like skinny tiny white girls are like charging it's because it's like they just post a pussy pic every morning or like some like fucking like cheap ass like here's me in front of the same trashed out like living room mm-hmm. right you know but like there are enough like dudes out there they're like I'll, I'll pay three bucks a month for that right mm-hmm. and so it jacks up like the market value where it's like i don't yeah. i don't want to give away everything for just three dollars a month but if that's yeah. available out there like why are you gonna pay you know 1250 a month to watch me build legos naked yeah. Right. Well, I don't know how much charge. I mean, I just set it at five dollars, which I think is like the default or whatever. Um, but because I also don't, you know, post truly naked stuff or like, you know, or there's always, you know, it's just not as explicit, I guess. Um, but uh, again, I mean, I'm also putting comedy up there. I just put a show that I did in Leander 
um, because I was doing like a ton of new jokes and this one old man tried to kill me and (laughs) (laughs) just because I had been joking about the coronavirus and everything and how, you know, these people had all chosen to get together for a comedy show, um, Virus Be Damned, you know, so I was like, oh, but you guys probably don't want other people to be alive that much either. <laughs> like, you know, like this, this is like a pro coronavirus, you know, situation is what we have, you know, instead of it just like the, like the Republicans, they don't all not believe in it. They're just more like, yeah, fuck it. You know, let's just live our lives. Um, so we were joking about that, which is how I feel like I should start comedy shows during these times. It's like, we're, I'm going to talk about the fact that we're having this show at all. And like the choice that we're all making to be out here and like joke around about that. But after I did that for a bit, this one old man like walked by the stage and just was like coughing at me, like, (coughs) like pointedly. And I was just like, oh, dude, like you're still like the more likely one to die in this scenario by getting close to me. I'm fine. I'm up here on a microphone. I eat so much turmeric. Like I'm good, you know, buddy. But yeah, but so officially, someone um, has actively tried to kill me during stand-up. So nice feels like a, a benchmark in my illustrious career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's on your OnlyFans. Oh yeah, that's on my OnlyFans. I don't know. The other thing that like they brought up that's really fucked up. That's just a you know one in a long list of byproducts of the Sesta Fosta ruling is that like. They stock models like Instagrams and Twitters. And like if you're seeing providing any sort of like in-person service, like or if you're seen escorting, not only do they take your account, they keep your fucking money. Yeah. That's so That's fucked wrong. up. It's fucking robbery. Yeah. You're fucking stealing from you. Yeah. That's insane. They should have to give the money to the women or people. Or just give Literally. refunds. But no, yeah. that's too easy. Yeah. But here's the thing. It's kind of like talking, I mean, in my head, it's the same thing as like the, you know, gay porn star who was charged with murder during the shamanic, you know, ritual, what toad mm-hmm. ritual, right? It's like they can do that and get away with it because there's people doing sex work. Yeah. Because when it comes to sex work, people don't give a fuck what happens to the workers. Yeah. Yep. Good times. This has not been a cheerful episode. Well, it's not really a cheerful uh, time right now. <laughs> she does not give a fuck right now. She's just straight chilling she next wants, to you. Yeah, fine. Looking at you like, what do you want me to do? As long as you're comfortable this way, Ellie, that's fine. <laughs> I, uh... I had a moment the other day with Alexis where um, we were sitting there and I've started training these cats, you know, not, you can't really train cats, but like mm-hmm. you can, you can discuss with them some options. You can corral them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And like for them, they're fucking mischievous. And like my, my go-to like animal thing is the snap and the hay, like a mm-hmm. hay. Mm-hmm. And like, they've learned like my like snap. Mm-hmm. And so like, the one of the cats lucy i'd like cooked some sort of meat or something and so Mm -hmm. she was we were eating and like i heard her hop up on the counter like go lick the pan of like Mm -hmm. whatever grease fat was like left Mm -hmm. and i'm like hey get down why wouldn't you just let her have it were you gonna use it i don't know but i don't want i I don't trust these fucking cats to like not throw up and shit like Hmm. they've never they've never been exposed to anything grease I mean, I might use it later. I don't know what All I'm right. going to do with it. But I it's hope just you like, did use it later. But she's like, you don't, the cats don't need to be on the fucking counter I'm eating on their shit. Side. 
<laughs> of course you are. Anyways, but it's just like a- after I did that, uh, I like Alexis noticed, right? And like I like, was like, yeah, I've kind of been training the cats. Like they kind of listen to me now. She's like, it's really hot. <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie. Like I, before you said you've been training the cats, I was gonna tell you how I found it kind of sexy that you're dominating my cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, that's some like that's lesbian ass shit just uh-huh. like ooh, you tell my cats what for mm-hmm. <laughs> but i mean i think it there is something like a very close uh relationship or analog between being good at raising pets and being a good dom sure in my opinion. Yeah, because you have to have that dominant energy, but served in just the right way. And Yeah, but uh, it's all about love, mm-hmm. right? It's like, I do love you, mm-hmm. but this is what's happening. This is what's best for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just really proud of that. In that moment, I was like, that's right. I've unleashed my inner dom on these cats. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. They're good to practice. <laughs> <laughs> cats are the brattiest subs. Uh, exactly. Um, Dogs are good boys and cats are brownie subs. Yeah. I just want to, uh, dogs are service tops. Yeah. Service <laughs> tops. Exactly. Service tops and brownie bottoms. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao. This has been a hoo-ha-ha podcast.